0: You're listening to. Whoa! Hot luck. Uh, fuck thugging. Killer queen loving. You with that bitch look like cool Bear's cousin. Black hugging. Bitches like in danger. Saber 2 saga. I'm a motherfucking yellow ranger. Yeah. And that's what Fina so does. Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real and filtered conversation on career, family, relationships, and all things modern culture. My name is Mindy Chang and I'm your host. Welcome to my virtual living room, everybody. Hope you took your shoes off. And if you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. If you're returning, thanks for coming back and tuning in. Love having return visitors. And um, thank you to all the new subscribers and to the reviews. And to the new Patreon patrons, I'm super honored and touched to have your support and really appreciate that. So thank you. Uh, this week I am going to do a short but sweet solo session with you all. Uh, I, I sat back and I was thinking, you know, lately we've been talking about some really deep topics, diving into toxic masculinity and talking about the good girl complex and all the problematic, wonderful, horrible things related to that. And this week's topic was actually Uh, supposed to be about anger, which is something that I know and have dealt with for quite a while and something I wanted to dive right into, which I do with my friend Paul Date, who is a musician and uh, works in the music industry, and he's just amazing, super insightful and eloquent. But I've decided to put that to next week because this week has been kind of a momentous milestone in my life, and I thought I would share just a little personal reflection and honestly make this kind of a personal check-in with myself (laughs) that I put on air and share with all of you guys. So hope you're ready to hear about some of my thoughts because this week's topic that I'll be sharing just from my own heart and my brain is about the most important relationship, according to Minji Chang. And the most important relationship, first of all, Before all other things, I believe is with yourself. My most (laughs) relation, my most important relationship is with myself. And that's something that I've been really being forced to dive into in the last, I would say, two to three weeks. Because if y'all have tuned in for the last few weeks, I shared recently a big life change of mine, which is that I decided to step down from my full-time position as Global Executive Director of Collaboration. And if you're new to the podcast and or you need a refresher, Collaboration is a nonprofit organization and a grassroots movement to discover, connect, and elevate Asian American Pacific Islander artists. So in that role, I've been overseeing multiple city chapters across North America. I've been working within the entertainment industry to be a spokesperson or a consultant or um, a community organizer for diversity and inclusion, specifically about Asian American artists, and producing showcases and digital content, including a podcast, and also pursuing acting and writing on the side. So it's been quite the whirlwind for me to step out of that. And if you are curious about hearing about my reflections on that decision, you can definitely check out other podcast episodes. But this podcast episode is specifically the process um, and the emotions that I've been dealing with in the last couple weeks. Because I don't know if it's something in the air Maybe I probably Mercury's in retrograde. I'm recording this on Monday night or there's a full moon and shit gets crazy. I'm just not, I'm very much a believer in energy and cosmic forces. You know, if enough people believe in things and believe that if Mercury is in retrograde and it messes up communication and things go amok, it has a ripple effect because we don't live in a vacuum. So you, you know. Whether that's, uh, something that's like scientifically provable or it's just a theory, but enough people, you know, subscribe to it. Who knows? It takes an effect. It takes an effect on all of us. But in any case, I, I feel like there's been a lot of self-reflection going on and, uh, myself included. So I thought maybe it was an apropos moment for me to go into The primary thing that I've been dealing with, which has been anxiety, Um, now I also felt that it was important because as a full-blown millennial, I think I get personally sick of how much everyone even uses the term millennial, you know, it gets to be one of those terms that's just so overused. You're like, what does that even mean? Okay, I get it. I'm a freaking millennial. Great. Can we move on? Like there's so many, you know, we, we try to categorize everybody so that we can make sense of things or stereotype people. And I myself get sick of that. However, I do recognize that, you know, there are certain key elements and lifestyle you know, lifestyle, cultural influences that we as millennials live in. And a lot of times it does, you know, it benefits us to acknowledge them. So I guess in in the tornado of feelings that I'm having in this hurricane of anxiety and um, fear and anticipation and excitement, and then fear again, and then anxiety, And to be honest, anger with myself, with outside, outside circumstances and relationships. It's, I think it really has been kind of messing with me how much I experience on a very personal private level on a day-to-day basis. And then also the outward image that I portray. Now, here's the thing. I don't think that anything I'm portraying is inauthentic. Things that I I gush about, things that I'm grateful for, the people that I meet, the experiences that I have that I love that fill me with joy, that's all very, very real. I'm not fabricating anything. I'm not BSing anybody, but that's not the whole picture, right? Like I'm not posting up photos of Oh my God, I couldn't even sleep last night. I had a hard time falling asleep because I'm just like freaking out about what I'm going to do to survive and to pay my mortgage. And am I doing the right thing? Is this a good calculated risk or did I just like shoot myself in the foot? Am I going to become somebody that I don't like? What am I going to have to compromise in order to quote unquote make it in the entertainment industry? Am I, do I actually have the goods to measure up to all the things that I've kind of built up in my own head and the things that I've said outwardly to other people being all, you know, being extras, (laughs) being so extra and just being like, I'm going to do this. I want to be Oprah. I want to work with Ava DuVernay saying all these things. Like, am I going to actually live up to that? Those are just a tip of the iceberg, you know, sample of the things that have been driving me a little bit crazy lately. But that's not what's been put out there in the universe to be shared with everybody. And that's why I felt really compelled to make this particular podcast, because that level of inauthenticity. See, that's the thing. I'm not being inauthentic by sharing things that I celebrate that feel good to post on Facebook or Instagram. But definitely the picture that it portrays and us knowing that we're only sharing highlights, it can do a disservice to us because it, whether we're consciously trying to do that, and even when we're consciously aware that, okay, whatever it is that I'm seeing that I'm getting bombarded with and everything I'm seeing in these news, news feeds are highlight reels, it's still, they still can be constant reminders of like all the cool, awesome, great shit that's happening out there and triggering us to kind of reflect on how we may feel like we're falling short or the next 10 to 10 million steps that we need to take to reach where so-and-so person is, right? Um, that's definitely been on my mind lately. So not only going through all of the feelings of real life and career change and purpose, relationships, um, but also really kind of getting meta, which I tend to do, and seeing like, am I part of the problem? You know, this feeling that I'm having a FOMO or not measuring up, am I, how am I contributing to that? How am I participating in that? That's definitely been on my mind too. So I wanted to share that and put that out there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's other people that can relate and maybe we just need to talk about it more. I don't know. Just be vulnerable and, and acknowledge that everybody's human. And that we have things that we celebrate and that's great. I don't ever want to knock anybody for being happy for something awesome that happened to them. But if we don't step back, if I don't step back and acknowledge the fact that seeing everybody's highlight reel does not fuck with my head sometimes and make me feel, uh, trigger me in a way that, that makes me more anxious. That might be helpful to me. <laughs> That's worth acknowledging. So, yeah, it's been quite uh, a couple weeks. Uh, collaboration, I'll continue. You know, I'm not officially employed by them anymore, but till I die, I will never stop praising it and appreciating it because collaboration, being part of that organization, the people that I've met through that community, all the different external organizations that I got to partner with, all the doors that got opened, the meetings that I got to be a part of, the conversations that I got to listen to and also, you know, participate in, I, it's changed my life forever. It has made me so much more educated and more passionate and more purposeful in my life. So, um, to leave that behind, to say the least has been really, really meaningful Meaningful because it's been really, really amazing to kind of enter this new chapter and feel a level of confidence that I could possibly do something awesome from here on out, but also really, really heartbreaking and very bittersweet to leave behind. Let's see. I feel like I'm leaving behind family or like that I'm not going to be able to do all the things that I loved so much every day. I'm not painting a rosy picture because there's a lot of chaos and stress being a producer, being in the nonprofit world, um, being in the entertainment industry, having a certain voice and a certain role where you feel stifled, but you also feel really indignant and you feel overlooked. Um, There's been a lot. So in leaving all that behind, I've been really hyper aware, in my anxiety, how important it is to have a good relationship with myself. Going back to the original purpose of this whole podcast, which is, you know, I want to do a shout out to Will Smith because I love that man. I think he's a brilliant actor, super entertaining. And he just, to me, he exudes a lot of warmth and humor. And to me, in my opinion, you just tell that he's a good guy not perfect guy, but someone who's exceptionally self-aware and willing to share those thoughts openly for the better, betterment of everyone who listens to him. He has a way of talking to an audience where you feel like he's really talking to you. even though he's like started his YouTube channel, hit a million subscribers with what, within like a few days or something. But that's like why people gravitate towards him. And I think it's really special. And um, I have numerous Will Smith quotes and anecdotes that he shared over the years that I refer to. And it honestly has made my brain turn, the wheels start turning. And he's talked a lot. If you go to his YouTube channel, I'm like plugging this guy's YouTube channel, but he's shared a lot about loving yourself. And one of those forms being through discipline, you know, there's so many different ways we can love. And it's not just being all giving yourself roses and getting a massage all the time, but even like going down to disciplining yourself, like, what is it that you really want in life? And what do you love yourself so much that you're not going to allow yourself to get distracted from it? Um, A lot of his videos have been prompting a lot of self reflection. So I wanted to contribute to that conversation by acknowledging that anxiety and fear has been making me realize how continuously mean I am to myself and how critical I am, and how obnoxious that is, and really how counterproductive it is. I'd say the older I get, um, now being in my 30s, I just, I'm tired. You know, I've probably said it a million times. It's probably going to be an ongoing theme on this podcast, but I'm tired. Like, I do not have the same energy that I did in my 20s. I can't pull all-nighters. I can't sleep four hours and function the next day as a proper human being. I need to rest. And At this point in my life, I think I have enough energy and enough tiredness to appreciate the other. Because I'm so tired, I really do value when I am energized and when I have the capacity to be productive. And that honestly has made me get really short, and I think a good way, to lower my tolerance for bullshit. I don't have time to dilly-dally and have bad relationships and to have meaningless conversations, to do work that doesn't edify my long-term goals, that don't pay me, um, that don't give me a sense of like genuine, deep fulfillment. I just don't have time or energy for it. And I'm looking at that as a really great thing. Um, it's really making me value time and energy more, which I think is great. Um, but in conjunction with that, it's like, I'm starting to look at my own self-criticism and like, my lack of self-compassion and self-love as literally the stumbling block and the obstacle in me achieving the things that I want to achieve, which is including making a movie, starting my own production company, um, getting really fit and healthy. AKA not having a shit ton of medical bills that I got to pay down the road because that's expensive and I have to pay for my own insurance and it's not cheap. So all these goals have actually made me more aware that I need to take care of myself. And it's not just going through the motions, like it's, it's real. Like if it's not authentic, if it's not genuine, and if it's not something that can stick and stand the test of time what is the freaking point? It's so like, you just are right back at square one. You're like, all right, I thought I could fake self-love, but never mind. I got to really do the work. And it's hard because I've had decades of practice of being a complete dick to myself. So it's hard to undo those habits. It's hard to address really negative voices in my head and identify whose voice is those, like whose voice is that actually, right? where they even come from because at the end of the day i think our true selves really do love ourselves i think our true selves want happiness and joy and fulfillment and there's a lot of different things that enter you know our our inner conversation our psyches and mess that up and that is the journey of life is to figure out how to deal with that so my, so for that, I think I would like to thank my anxiety, my anger. Um, I also want to thank my boyfriend. It's, a, a podcast episode I've yet to, to put out there, but I, I am in a new relationship and it's been a tough one. Honestly, again, related to where I am in life, um, the types of relationships I do and don't want to have, the level of, commitment or authenticity or connection that I seek. All of these things have prompted me to have patience for things that I didn't think I would have patience for and to have absolute intolerable impatience with other things that I can no longer tolerate that I used to when I was younger. So I'm thankful to all those things because I think they're really important lessons. And so I, you know, in many ways, I talked about it in life coaching, I've talked about it in the burnout episode. I there's I'll continue to talk about it, but that inner dialogue that we that we have is so paramount because everything that comes into our lives and the ways that we interact with the external world, they are a manifestation and an extension of our own inner self. Like I mentioned, I really do believe in energy. I believe in um cosmic forces i believe in love and that intangible x factor that makes us trust one another and invest in one another be kind to one another admire each other those are all invisible forces but they they result in our inner selves so i think that is just so important i think it's important for achieving goals but also just for like a happy life And for us to feel safe around one another and happy around one another and to be, it starts with being happy in ourselves. So for the sake of kindness and for the sake of peace and fulfillment and joy, I really encourage all of you to kind of sit wherever you are, whether that's negative or positive, if you're filled with anxiety or depression or rage or all of the above, um, it's part of being human and we'll go really into that anger part next week with Paul. Um, but my anxiety and my fear and all the different thoughts that have been racking my brain and the way that I've been responding to that in the last couple of weeks has been very important. So I hope that you'll be kind to yourself. I'm saying this out loud. So it's a point of reflection for myself really. So Minji be nice to yourself chill out talk to yourself the way you talk to your friends talk to yourself the way you talk to your family that you love um they do drive you nuts so i'm allowed to drive myself nuts but see that's love you just got to take the bad with the good and now i'm the crazy girl that's talking to herself on her podcast but that's part of my practice i'm really talking to myself and trying to step out of like all of my long standing judgments on my character and my personality should embrace it okay embrace it. Secondly, to to add to the whole self-compassion, self-love commentary, I also believe that we need to practice self-love and be self-empowering as a form of accepting responsibility. I have a really big pet peeve and a lower tolerance for people who simply complain and gripe and quite honestly, victimize themselves who it's fine to acknowledge shit out there. It's, it's necessary to see when there are things that are wrong or things that you think could be better. I think that can be great. But also if you're like blaming circumstances all the time and you're saying it's someone else's fault or, and it's singularly; like it's only that. It's like, oh, well, that happened, and if oh, it didn't rain, like I wouldn't have been late because this and this and this didn't happen, and like, oh, it's because I have a shitty job that I can't afford to get my car fixed, so I'd like, da 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 da, and like that, this and this happened. Like, yes, bad things happen. You get dealt a certain hand of cards, but it's really a lot about how you play those cards, and those are things that I you know, when I'm good, I would like pride myself on but when I'm bad, yeah, I can definitely get into the mode of like, Oh, this sucks. And this, sucks. this is so hard. And this is terrible. And like, why why this and why that? And I'm checking myself because I feel like that's a very self victimizing, very disempowering way to honestly not accept responsibility for your own life. And it's not to ever take away from someone's hardships. Like, Damn if I know, life can be downright terrible. You can be given relationships and people and circumstances and, you know, inherited trauma from generations that have nothing to do with anything you chose. But I also want to remind you and myself that we all have the option and the choice and the agency to change things for our betterment. It's honestly a lot about attitude. And that again is a practice. And that's something that can be shifted. Um, I definitely think I'm a better version of myself now than I used to be. Thank God. If I kind of stayed on a trajectory of when I was like a teenager. Oh, this world would be a terrible place. But, uh, yeah, I just want to check myself too. So it's, it's, it goes hand in hand, you know, to check yourself and be kind and compassionate and, and really patient. And and listen to yourself, and like just let yourself. Even if it's feeling bad, just let yourself. But also, don't stay there. Don't um, don't let that get the best of you. And that's how. That's so much easier said than done. But that's part of that relationship with yourself. Accountability for yourself is paramount. You're the one that knows what you do when no one's looking. You know what thoughts actually go through your head. You know what feelings you actually feel. And you know what you do when you feel those things. You know how you react to those things, right? And you know how you can be proactive. You also know, you know, what could trigger you. And that's up to you to, like, be honest with your significant other, with your parents, with your friends. People aren't mind readers. That's a huge, huge thing that I'm learning, currently with a lot of different people. Um, and as I'm entering this new stage of my life and I want to level up and be a better professional um, to enter into an industry and do really well and to have a good energy about myself so that I only attract people that are are creative and have integrity and are respectful, um, that's what I would like. And I realize that if I don't do the internal work myself, if I myself am not a person that I would want to work with, then I shouldn't be surprised if I get anything other than like what I've manifested into the world. Right. And I also know that everyone has their different way of going about it. So I do uh, challenge and implore you all out there to seek out the way that really resonates with you. I grew up being really religious and while I do re- appreciate some elements of that upbringing, th- those are a lot. There's a lot of choices in there that were made for me and not by me. And I'm in a different place in my life. And I respect people who lean on their faith and their religion to help them process themselves and to rely on a relationship with God or higher being. And I also know that there's people out there, including myself, who seek spiritual connection in different ways. Um, everyone has their version. And I think as long as we're seeking and actively pursuing it, even if it's very, very incremental and tiny, tiny motions like a one degree or half degree, um, you got to you got to fight for yourself and you got to fight for that relationship. You know, the same way like we look at romantic movies and we're like, you just gotta fight for them. You gotta you gotta go get them. You gotta make them understand. You gotta show them that you love them, right? We've grown up with so many different versions of that. We gotta do that for ourselves. You know? Like you gotta fight. Like your life depends on it because it does. And um thank you to everybody who's sent me an encouraging word, who has shown appreciation for this podcast. I will never be able to take up enough of your time space continuum to thank you or let you know how much that impacts me. To know that friends and strangers alike derive some meaning from this or that it alleviates some kind of pain or gives catharsis or triggers a thought or gives insight in a way that they hadn't before, it really does mean a lot to me. And it makes me feel like all the craziness that I've experienced and will continue to experience that it has a purpose and that it can do something good so um thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the most important relationship you it's you love you discipline you care for you talk to you and um who cares if you come off like a crazy person it's fine there are so many worse things to, like, concern about. Everyone just needs to also just, in a good way, mind their own business, right? And then share what you want to share. I'm here to listen. We're here to listen. Find someone who listens because we learn from each other, too. So that's it for this episode. Um, do tune in next week. We're ha- we're going to have a great episode with Paul Date talking about anger. Um, I got so many more conversations coming up ahead than our schedule. I'm so excited for these conversations to happen for you guys to tune in. And if you guys have anything you want to share with me, please email me at firstofallpod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support me and Patreon, I am now officially a freelance artist and a creative professional, if you will. So if you'd like to support me through Patreon, which is an online ongoing crowdfunding platform, Please go to patreon.com slash firstofallpodcast, and you can follow me on First of All Pod at Twitter and Instagram, which I just need to update. Haha! <laughs> and please subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode and other episodes. And also, a uh, challenge for myself that I'm continuing to put out there, if you feel like this episode or any other episode that you hear, first of all, could help somebody is going to spark a great conversation with someone you know, please share. Um And yeah, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and everywhere you find podcasts. And I hope you'll wish me luck because I'm writing a movie and two shows, you guys. It's starting. It's crazy. Thank you to Marv Nye, my audio engineer, my producer. Uh, Marv, special shout out just because I'm going to get sappy. I could not have survived the last five years of collaboration without you working with me. So I know you're going to hear this as you help me edit and make this this episode go live, but I love you. You have become such a good friend, and you've really helped me through so much, and you've stuck by me through some really, really tough moments. So for that, I'll always be grateful. I have this podcast because of you. So just know, I got your back forever. I'll fight people for you. You know I can do it. And um I'll also root for you, cheer for you, whatever. Bring the air horns, the glitter posters, whatever you need. I got you. And welcome back from Asia. And also thank you to Aquafina for use of her song Yellow Ranger please check out Crazy Rich Asians, you guys. Uh, This movie means a lot. I'm going to have another episode where I go more into that, but this is a really big moment for Asian representation in film. I know there are haters out there. I know there are people who think that it's not the Asian Black Panther, which it's not, but I hope you guys will check it out because it's fun. It's funny. Akfina and the other cast members, I mean, they're just freaking hilarious, and it really did did because i saw it three times already (laughs) but it does mean a lot that this movie exists and it also is very important for green lighting other projects from all sorts of diverse backgrounds to show the world the industry that stories about different stories and different perspectives are profitable that they're entertaining and that people like them so please go watch that i'm giving you a four months almost head notice (laughs) so go watch okay and shout out to the potluck podcast i'm a proud member of this collective it's a collective of asian american storytellers happy to be with you guys thank you so much for being here i hope you have an amazing week go kick ass take names and also be nice to each other pay it forward Love one each other. What? Love one each other? I'm just getting ahead of myself. Love one another. Love yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Bye. I got this color for my links. I'm proficient in spitting, turning red when I'm drinking. I'm emancipating pussy like I was a blinking. Squirting out that Kool Aid lot of that just sick.